0: In this bulletin, an official review into the 2003 Iraqi War Cabinet Papers begins. Australia urged to support South Africa's genocide claims against Israel to the United Nations. And in sport, Pat Cummins' Golden Summer has continued at the SCG. Good morning from the SBS newsroom, I'm Asam al Palestinian Australians say the federal government should support South Africa's genocide case against Israel in the international court as the war in Gaza continues. Australia has previously issued a statement of support for Ukraine's case against Russia in the court after its invasion, and the Australia-Palestine Advocacy Network wants the federal government to do the same for Gaza. Network President Nasser Mashni says there can be no double standards when it comes to international law and genocide, and that Australia must today stand up for the people of Palestine and work together with the international community to put an end to Israeli genocide. But Executive Council of Australian Jewry co-CEO Alec Rifchin says such a push degrades the meaning of genocide and the memory of actual mass atrocities. The Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade has said it is aware of the proceedings, but that it was not appropriate to comment on matters before the court. Former Australian Head of Security Dennis Richardson has been appointed to lead a review into the transfer of 2003 Cabinet documents to the nation's archives. The review is expected to report back within the next two weeks on how the previous government led by Scott Morrison failed to hand over 78 files about the Howard government's decision to join the U.S.-led invasion of Iraq. The documents have since been found and given to the archives, while the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet has attributed the botched transfer to COVID-19 pandemic disruptions in 2020 and apparent administrative oversights. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says Australians have a right to know in detail about the decision-making process for Iraq.
1: The National Archives of Australia should release all the documentation uh, that has been provided to them, uh, having account for uh, any national security issues, of course, upon the advice of the national security agencies. But there is no reason why these documentations should be, with the exception of putting people in danger, uh, should be not released in a transparent way.
0: At least 100 people in Iran have been killed after two explosive devices were set off during a crowded ceremony commemorating top commander Qasem Soleimani's death. Iranian state television says at least 103 people have been killed in the blasts and another 211 have been injured. The attack is one of the worst of its kind in Iran, and the government says today will be a day of mourning. Iranian officials condemn the attack and say they are blaming unspecified terrorists, as no one is claiming responsibility for the attacks. The United Nations spokesperson for the Secretary General, Florencia Soto Nino, spoke following the attacks. The Secretary General strongly condemns the attack today on a memorial ceremony in Kerman City in the Islamic Republic of Iran, which reportedly killed more than 100 people and injured many more. The Secretary General calls for those responsible to be held accountable. And the Secretary General expresses his deep condolences to the bereaved families and the people and the government of the Islamic Republic of Iran, and he wishes the injured a speedy recovery. Authorities have pleaded with motorists not to drive through floodwaters after the rescue of a man and his dog in rural Victoria. Victoria police say the 60-year-old had to be rescued from the roof of his car after driving into a flooded street in Wedderburn, north of Melbourne. Police, county fire authority and state emergency service personnel say the pair were pulled to safety as they scrambled to stay on top of the half-submerged vehicle. Sergeant Ben Husman from Wedderburn Police says he had a fortunate escape.
1: It's extremely close. At uh, one stage there, there's video footage of his vehicle submerged in the water. Uh, he, it, he's up to his chin in, uh, in water and sitting on the, uh, the uh, driver's door of his car on the windowsill uh, before he got up onto the roof. So, uh, extremely close call.
0: In cricket... Pat Cummins' golden summer has continued with Australia's captain bringing himself on to claim another key breakthrough and leave Pakistan 6 to 199 at the SCG. With Mohammad Rizwan motoring towards a century and threatening to put the tourists back in the game, Cummins brought himself on just before tea on day one. From the second ball of his spell, Cummins sent down a well-directed bouncer, earning Rizwan's top edge and having him well-caught by Josh Hazelwood at fine leg for 88. The wicket ended a 94-run sixth-wicket partnership between Rizwan and Aga Salman, with 36 not out from 101 balls. Australia's captain has had a knack of bringing himself on at the right times in recent months, doing so in the fourth innings at the MCG last week. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Assam Al-Ghalib.